Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin. All right, guys, today on this week's episode, we have with us the CEO of a coaching, speaking, and training business called Transform Your Performance, and she drives transformational leadership and helps women specifically increase their income, influence, and impact. Her eclectic experience on five continents includes management positions at places like the Boston Consulting Group and ownership businesses in Argentina, Brazil, the U.S., and really this multicultural sort of transformational leadership that she has going on has really been shaped by her experiences, not just as a coach, but as a speaker and author. She is the author of the book, Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine. And she has a very specific coaching framework that she uses called PLT, Powerful Leadership transformation. And as you guys know, we are big on leadership here. So please welcome to the show, Regina Huber. Welcome, Regina. Thank you so much, Kirsten. It's a delight to be on your show today. Thanks so much for having me. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that you and I kind of play in the same space. So this is going to be a super fun conversation. And as we mentioned, kind of the goal of this particular episode, although you and I could probably talk about a million different things, is going to be talking about finding your spark, right? Specifically, you work with women to find their spark, which obviously results in an increase of income, influence, and impact. And, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit about some of your background first, because you have a really varied background from like, you know, bed and breakfast to dance and wellness to, you know, interpret, you know, being an interpreter and all this interesting stuff. Tell us a little about your journey and how you ended up where you are today. Yeah, it's indeed a very eclectic and adventurous uh, background. <laughs> you know, so I've done so many different things and they all taught me something that has actually become relevant for this current chapter. So I have found that, you know, as life moves on, usually even if it doesn't immediately seem related, usually we can pick something from that previous experience and make it valuable for our current, what we currently do. So that's exactly been my case. So my eclectic experience on five continents started in Germany. I was born in a tiny little village as the shyest kid in the village, but I had always this adventurous spirit inside of me and uh, this insatiable curiosity. And that's what I believe pushed me out into the world. So this curiosity took me at 26 when I lived in a, in a bigger city in Munich by that time, but it took me to, to Spain and Portugal and uh, later to Brazil and Argentina and California. And eventually I landed in New York City. And uh, in the last few years, I've also done quite a lot of traveling and work in Africa. So it's been really, really exciting. I have, you know, as a business owner in Argentina and Brazil, so in Argentina it was a bed and breakfast. In in, in Brazil, it was a, a dance and wellness studio. There, I had to deal with a lot of corruption attempts. It taught me resilience. It taught me standing up for myself and really integrity, also to stay in integrity and all of that. And uh, you know, it it might have cost me money and time, but it gave me a lot in return. 
because it gave me all those great lessons and it really made me see that, you know, integrity is really one of my core values and it's so important to stay in integrity. And as a coach, I think it's doubly important in so many ways. Also then my management positions at the Boston Consulting Group in several different countries and continents, they helped me, of course, build that management and leadership experience that, that now also feeds into my trainings and into my coaching at the same time, into my speaking. And I also helped BCG open up offices in both Portugal and Brazil, which gave me additional experience in, in different cultures. I'm very grateful for those opportunities. It also gave me the opportunity to, to learn Portuguese, you know, after Spanish when I when they allowed me to, to move to Spain. And uh, it's just been all very adventurous, especially as a business owner. <laughs> and also because of the way I travel, usually the places I chose to move to uh, in the past and also now. And I'm, I, I've become pretty much a very passionate nomad again in the past 18 months or so. So I, I'm moving around a lot at the same time, maintaining my, my base in New York City. And I'm sure that one day I'll write a book about it all <laughs> because people always ask me about those adventures and they always say, hey, you have to write a book. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do that. I already wrote a book, but it's about a different topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, talking about, you know, finding your spark, first of all, explain to the audience what you mean by spark. What is one's spark? Yes. What do I mean by spark? Yeah. It's that special attraction point that we all have. Yeah. That, that, that allows us to really ignite a fire to shine brightly with what we do or with, with the difference we want to make in the world. And uh, it's, it's uh, that combination of our special talents and what we do with them. It's a combination of both, not just the talent itself, but also what we do with it, right? And that that it's that thing that comes from what I call in my work, our distinctive uniqueness. And I'll explain what distinctive uniqueness includes in, in, just, a, in just a minute. But our spark is really also what we do with all the amazing genius and greatness that we have inside of us and that we were equipped with to fulfill our purpose on this earth in our very, very own way. Yeah. So we can do that as employees, as entrepreneurs, as speakers, as, as podcast hosts, you know, as politicians, as community leaders, it doesn't really matter. It's just really key that what we do is aligned with what we came for. And oftentimes that takes a little bit of search to find that, uh, or it's, it's a path. It's, a, it's, it's, it's not maybe, you know, I, I believe that our purpose also changes over a lifetime as we move along and grow and we get confronted with different realities and, and circumstances. So that's how we, how we move into it deeper, I should say, move into it. And once we have found it, it becomes only natural to use our special spark for it. Yeah. So, but let me maybe quickly explain what I mean by distinctive uniqueness. So that's one of the four pillars of my signature coaching framework, Powerful Leadership Transformation. And distinctive uniqueness is a combination of all our talents, skills, strengths, acquired or, or natural, yes, our experiences, background, our stories, our lessons, all of that, right? The list goes on. And it's really that unique package that, that you are and that we all are. 
And many people aren't really aware of what it is and they have never really gone deep with it. So they can't figure out what else is possible for them. They want to maybe do something else or move into their next chapter, as I call it. But they have a hard time opening up new possibilities for themselves because they they maybe don't trust themselves to step on a new path. They either consciously or subconsciously think they don't have all it takes. And so it's, it's really worth spending some time and in going into all the depth and, and the meaning of our distinctive uniqueness and the, and the truly unlimited potential that comes with it. Yes. Looking inside of ourselves in order to, um, to be able to look outside for, for, no possibilities and beyond our current uh, limited spectrum of perceived possibilities. Yeah, because there are always more and better ones. <laughs> so I think that kind of begs the question then, like, how does one do that? Obviously, you're limited in your perspective based on the knowledge you have currently, right? Based on what you've experienced. Mm-hmm. Based on what you, know. you can theoretically know that there's something more out there. Mm-hmm. But how does one actually go about finding that something else? How mm-hmm. do you go about finding your spark how do you understand like this is the spark because you know and i'm sure you get this all the time like are you sure this is my spark what if i have a different spark how do i know this is the spark right Right. so first how do we really understand for ourselves how do we find that spark and then how do we take that and really understand how to bring that out into the universe of limitless possibilities which a lot of people Mm -hmm. can understand theoretically but how do you really do that in reality Right. So I think there's two really important things to start this process, right? One is making lists. I always suggest to make lists of, you know, what are what are your all the precious gems in your treasure chest of your distinctive uniqueness? What are all the talents and skills you have, the studies, the experiences, the relevant stories? And maybe you don't think they are relevant quite yet, but just write them all down. Make different lists about your achievements, your accomplishments. Also, this then feeds into the belief that you can actually do something else and something even bigger than you've already accomplished so far. And really use those lists and journal on all these different different aspects of your distinctive uniqueness. And then also, and this is the second part of it, and then there's, of course, more steps, but Really write down what you want. Make a list of all the wants in your spectrum right now. I actually just had a session with a client this morning who is in that process now, uh, and she she really wants to do something completely different. She's come to that conclusion now. And said, well, what do you really want? What do you feel excited about? And then write down this list of all the wants. And, you know, she came by and said, oh, my God, I didn't even want to share this list with you because it feels so all over the place. But when we, as we went through the list mm-hmm. and she gave me part of it, at least in the session, she noticed that it's actually, you know, it all might make sense and it can perfectly fit together. So that's when we then start writing a vision, even if you don't have all those individual elements of the vision defined yet. Start with the items that you already know you want. Right. And then maybe if, if, the, if the professional arena is, is the more blurry part of it right now for you, then just start describing what your ideal day would look like or who would you ideally work with or what area. And then go from there and, and define it and refine it as you move along. Now, I was going to say, let me ask you this because mm-hmm. I'm sure this always happens. So it's easy to say. Like, okay, yeah, like, you know, what would your ideal day look like? But you know, Mm -hmm. you've worked with those people that don't Mm -hmm. know, 
right? They just, because it's so easy for people to point mm-hmm. out what's wrong. I don't like my job. I don't like the culture of my company. It's not for me. I don't get paid enough. I don't have enough time for myself. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Put that in a box, right? We mm-hmm. get that. That's not working. Then, hey, what does the dream look like? Like where, where you need to know where you're going, right? Like you need, mm-hmm. even if it's not the final destination, right? like you need to understand and head in a direction, at least opposite of what this is or different than what this is, right? Now, when you say something like, okay, like, you know, when you really can't understand like what you want to do yet, right? Because that's, the, mm-hmm. you know, you have to find that. When you're saying something like, um, you know, what does your ideal day look like? Tell me you haven't got a bunch of people going, well, I don't actually know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So when they're that stuck, right. like that's super, how do you help them out of that stuck position? Yeah. So, you know, it's always a, a little bit, it depends a little bit on whether it's a situation where they completely want to change directions and completely pivot or if they want to stay on a similar path right because then we also want to really look we still have to find define you know what we don't want and they usually know what they don't want right but what we want right so what do you want instead (laughs) because oftentimes it's also about improving their current situation and or getting maybe a promotion or or moving into a different slightly different position or into a leadership role whatever it is right so it's really about also defining this clearly because there is a lot of usually confusion still in that process so people know what they don't want but they don't always know what they actually do want and what they want to replace it with so it's important to know what you want to replace it with so that then you can move out in out of that gray area into into a place where and you said the right word into that dream because you know people or is you know very especially very realistic and analytical people <laughs> they they don't dare to dream and so they think there's only this spectrum of possibilities when in, in reality there are so many more and once you open your mind and open internally to other possibilities usually the possibilities around you open up why because your your filters are changing your subconscious filters are changing so you might now see you know opportunities that happen there all the time, but you just didn't see them, right? For example. And I see this shift happen all the time, by the way. It's not just a theory. So we really need to open up our minds and allow ourselves to trust ourselves more. And this all has to do with mindset. And so this is also one of the other pillars of my powerful leadership transformation. It all works together, right? We don't only do the distinctive uniqueness work. We, We do all this work together in a way that it makes sense. They're all related. So one of the pillars is also a self-empowering mindset and heart set. And that has to do with really having the courage to look at your possibilities through your heart. And once you've defined what you really want, then also go after it and trust yourself that you can achieve it. Trust yourself that you can do it. Because as so many people before me have said, you can only go where you believe yourself capable of going. Yeah. Right. On a deep level. Yeah. And that's the subconscious mind. Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100. I'm all about mindset. I believe that's the number one you have to fix first. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise the rest of it doesn't kind of fall into place. Um, all right. So, absolutely. you know, you are talking about this powerful leadership transformation mm-hmm. process, very unique template you mm-hmm. have. So what are the four pillars of that process? We, we mentioned two, the mindset and the distinctive uniqueness, mm-hmm. but what are the other two? 
Yeah. So the uh, the third pillar is a body and energy conscious presence, uh, because I believe that we speak about energy far too little in business. It feeds really into all the pillars, truly. But uh, you know, we 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 do we can work on our energetic presence, and that can enhance our perceived presence. So that is a really important aspect of business and leadership presence, and that can actually also uh, help us speak up in meetings more. I've seen this over and over in my clients and these these are you know not just again not just theories i i have learned all of this myself first before i put it out there right and then the fourth pillar is uh inspired and effective action which is also focused action but you know you know that, right, Kirsten? Yeah. We can take action all day long. We can work 24 hours a day without sleeping and still not get anywhere if it's not the right action. Right. And if it's not fueled, by the way, again, by the right quality of energy, because it's also all about that vibrational frequency that we put out. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So I do I do something similar. And it's so funny because if you, if you listen to you know, kind of everybody in our field that plays at a certain level, we all have kind of the same core concept. So mine's like MVP. I talk about mindset, vibration, and then processes. Like you have the four pillars. Mm -hmm. I love it. And guys, you know, I always get this like, oh, why do you have like high level coaches like you and Fabian and like you and Regina on your show? Like, isn't that competition? I'm like, no. How many times have you and I had to hear something in multiple different ways to get that three-dimensional whole aspect of what the point is, right? Like, why do I continue to read books right. on energy or vibration or mindset or this or that? Because one, I don't know everything, but two, I need to hear it a million different ways to truly, truly get the 360 view of it. And so that's what I'm bringing to the table. There's no competition here. It's like, I, people say, that. I'm like, dude, no, tide raises all boats, right? I'm like, come on, people get with it. The oneness. And that's why <laughs> you are yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I love that you're bringing this up because, you know, because these four pillars are really a, a result of my own experience, but we all experience it in different ways. And these pillars, you know, in my experiences allow me to bring a very specific knowledge, expertise and wisdom into this concept. And yours is different. And again, this is about our distinctive uniqueness that we talked about earlier. Right. So different coaches are different people. They have different strengths. They have different approaches. And that's why it's so important to find the right coach, the one that resonates with you. And I don't compete just like you, Kirsten. I do not compete with other coaches. I believe yeah. in co-creation. And I also believe that co-creation is the future if you really want to advance as a human species, you know. Plus competition consumes, consumes far too much of my energy. It's precious energy that I can use as something right. much more right, valuable, right? right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I've really moved away from the need to compare myself to other coaches. You know, I've, I've gained enough confidence now in my own approach. I've seen the results. I know it works. And I know the people uh, I yep. want to work with. And, and, and I'm assuming the same yep. about you. You yeah, know, like it's never, it's never like an insult if somebody goes to somebody else or anything. Because we all have our own vibe. We all have our own thing. You trust that right. your ultimate perfect people will match mm -hmm. with you at the right time. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. creation. That's, that's a great word to be used here. So let me ask you this, like, how does the four pillars that you just spoke about really kind of relate and translate into 
spark, right? And then how do we leverage spark to actually increase our, our income, our influence and our impact? Yeah. So uh, first of all, all of them are related again, right? I'm saying it again. So the four pillars are not separate, really. They're all related. They all play into each other. And I also bring, by the way, another modality that I have added on, which is conversational intelligence. It's sort of the verbal component. And it also has a has a strong focus on trust building. Not that the other ones are not focused on trust building. They're all focused on trust building with a specific presence. We build trust, right? With a specific mindset and which also plays into our confidence. We, once we're more confident, others will trust us more that we can do the job. So it's all really about trust building in its own way, but it's all connected. So we bring in to the coaching, whatever is relevant to you at a specific moment in time. And we we bring it in in a way and we combine it in a way that it makes sense for your specific situation. Yes. So if you have a, a situation, for example, where you have difficulty speaking up in meetings or being seen or, or developing your visibility in your organization, then we bring in all these different aspects of this, of this framework so that you can enhance your presence, your perceived presence, so that you get seen and heard more easily, so that it becomes easier to speak up. And then this way then, it becomes easier to be, as I like to say, positively memorable, because a lot of women, and I mostly work with women, although not only, but a lot of women think sometimes that, oh, I just got to work hard, 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 hard. And they take on all these tasks that don't really feed into their visibility. And then they get frustrated when others get promoted just because they haven't been strategic about what tasks to take on and how to present themselves and, and how to play their presence and how to all of that. And when I say play, I don't mean with that in an inauthentic way. You absolutely need to stay authentic, but you can do it in a more powerful way. And that's when, you know, their, as I said, positive visibility and memorability goes up. They will be remembered now by the right people who have a say in their promotions. Now they can more easily uh, receive a raise in a promotion or the role they want, whatever that is, or the job they want in a different organization, whatever it is, right? And then they can... uh, of course, you know, in a, in a more influential role, they can increase their influence. And now the more people they reach with their leadership or whatever they do, it doesn't always have to be leadership, but the more people they reach with that, the, the bigger their impact is through their work. So there's a few things here, and I love this, is be strategic. And that's something that I had to learn because I came up with a very different mindset, right? I came up with the mindset, mm-hmm. especially when I went to law school, and it was highly competitive. And I kind of felt like everyone was being like schnibbly little stuff butts to, 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 be, to be precise, right? And, and I wasn't going to play uh-huh. that game, right? Like I, I wasn't yeah. going to do that. And in retrospect, you know, I didn't have to do it maybe the way I perceived them. I could have done it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely lost out by taking the exact opposite route. Like, well, you're going to suck up. Well, I'm going to do nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was kind of like, well, I'll still get what I want, but I'm not going to act like that in order to get it. But I definitely lost on this networking opportunity because I was very anti like that intentional strategic mm-hmm. networking. I felt like it was disingenuous and I mm-hmm. had all these things on it that just turned out to not be true, at least in my reality later in life. Right. Right. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, wow, that definition. Now I get it now. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. That was one thing I heard. And then also kind of 
you know, I'm getting this sort of uh, sort of Tony uh, Tony Robbins esque kind of view. Like you had said it yourself about how you know you had gained confidence in what you do, so that you no longer compare and you're fine and you know and you got your vibe mm-hmm. and you're going. And you kind of said it here as well with regards to whatever these people are, managers, executives, whatever, however they're doing it. And it just reminds me of Tony Robbins talking about, and God, it's been like, I don't even know how long, mm-hmm. 10 years. But like, yeah. <laughs> he talks about a circle, right? Of how it's kind of cyclical and you just kind of have to jump in at either spot, but you have to kind of take action, even if you don't feel confident to get a, a minor result so that you can say, hey, look, that's the result. Now I yeah. get more confidence and it just kind of goes and goes, yeah. right? You just kind of have to jump into that circle, I always think of, I always visualize double Dutch, like double Dutch jump rope. You just have to kind of jump in and figure it out, but you'll get it eventually. Right. But I I heard that as well. So, you know, I'm just pointing that out that, you know, we've all done it. Meaning like Mm -hmm. Regina didn't jump in here. Super confident. Amazing. The best coach ever. Like on day one. Right. No. Like I was so not confident. I literally coached a hundred people for free just to mm-hmm. even understand it, which was mm-hmm. a great experiment that I had a coach to teach me to do that. Because had I not done that, I wouldn't have actually picked up on a lot of stuff that I still leverage to this day. Because when you do it speedily, quickly, and like at that level, it's just like, oh, well, I got a lot. Like I got a lot. All right. 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 So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And so I was sort of lucky because I had some of that coaching and mentoring it was more like mentoring maybe but experience from my jobs at bcg you know so i had that in in multicultural environments because i'd worked with different offices and i had big teams in very different jobs so you know i had to adapt very quickly to the different personalities to the job requirements and all of that and still be of great support to them whenever they needed me so that certainly gave me some valuable expertise and, and experience on the other hand though when I moved to New York, you know, less than 10 years ago now, and uh, I came up from Brazil, I had just gone through a very painful experience with a business partner that cost me eventually my, my business that I decided to close down because of this experience. And we don't have to go into all the details, but it cost me a bunch of money. It cost me my business and it cost me, most importantly, all my self-confidence and my self-esteem that I had built up over all those years from that tiny little shy girl in the village. You know, so I I had to basically start over and rebuild that confidence practically from scratch and really step out of my victim mode and into a self-empowering mindset. And this is why I also one of the big reasons why I do this work now. And at the time, though, I I did come up with some tools that helped me a little bit as crutches almost. And they are the tools that I then eventually also put into my book, Speak Up, Stand Out and Shine. And they are tools and techniques to help us prepare physically, energetically and mentally for challenging situations such as speaking, such as meetings, such as negotiations, whatever it is in business that we encounter. And I still use some of those tools, especially the energy tools. I I, I love those particularly, but it's really, you know, everybody can pick and choose what they love best. And then just, they don't have to do them all, but I think it's a good selection of tools that we can use and they never are outdated, even though I don't need them as much as I used them in the past. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. It's so funny. What's your favorite mindset tool? Just we'll go mindset, we'll go energy. What's your favorite mindset tool? My favorite mindset tool is really to sit down and uh, deeply, deeply 
go into the wealth of trust and abundance. So I, you know, when I need that, I look around and I say, and, and, and it's really easier in nature to do that, but really to look around myself and say, oh, these are all, they look at this abundance of nature and all these possibilities, right? And I also look back and uh, in my experience and say, okay, I've gone through a lot of really, really traumatizing challenges. So a lot of adventure, good and bad and all of that, you know, but it's in the end, it's all good because in hindsight, it's all uh, an experience that, that leads to a lesson. But it, when you're in the midst of it, it doesn't feel good, right? So, <laughs> so, but, but, but just looking back at that, and that's why I also have people make lists of their accomplishments and their achievements, because, you know, if you took me at 20 and told me I had to go through all of this, I would think I would not be able to, but I was. So now, okay, what else can I achieve if I did all of this, right? So there's so much more. And, uh, and and I know now that I can restart, that I have all the resources inside of me. And I see that in this, you know, trust and abundance. I don't know what to call it exactly, but exercise maybe mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> when I need it, yeah. right? And of course, I have my morning routines where I reinforce certain things, okay. you know. And then what's what's one of your biggest sort of vibration? Or is that also the same thing that you do? Because thought vibrations that kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Right? yeah. So when I focus on presence and, for example, before a speaking engagement, like let's say I go you know, into a company and I speak in front of a group or even online also, of course, what I do is, and, and I also do it online even if when I'm not nervous, because this is not only about confidence or about feeling better. It's also about the presence that is perceived. So really enhancing our perceived presence and everything that entails, right? So I, I love one, one of the exercises in my book is called tap into your inner power to increase or enhance your outer presence. I think I, I tag lined it. And, uh, and it's all about really focusing on my inner power energy Mm -hmm. You know, I, I bring it up, I bring up my energy through my legs all the way to my solar plexus area and I really stay there for a moment. In the book, I explain it more in detail, but I stay there for a moment and really feel into it with my eyes closed. And I have found that this is one of the places in the body where most people can access their, their inner power and their um, their confidence most easily. And then you bring that out to the top of your head and you really imagine surrounding yourself with it in a big bubble. That always immediately, when you do this, you know, in the beginning, you do it slowly and, and, and step by step, and then you can do it much faster. And that I always realize a difference when I observe people do that. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And let me just leave it just like, what do you have kind of up on deck for yourself over the next couple of months? What should we be looking out for, for yeah. from you? Like, is there anything coming up that we should know about? Maybe we can, you know, land mm -hmm. on the website, find some information. Yeah. So it's sort of still in, in a conceptual phase, but I definitely want to do this. I'm currently working on a mastermind for women employees who want to advance their careers in a collaborative way, in a co-creational way, supporting others and getting okay. support at the same time and really brainstorming together, exchanging their experiences, their successes and their you know learnings and their wisdom and and it's very much as I said still in the conceptual phase um so I had a smaller group yeah introduce yeah you somebody that is nice. introduce you to somebody she's uh -huh. amazing she happens to also be oh, that's, that's <laughs> funny yeah <laughs> yeah 
because she was just trying mm-hmm. to get me to co-create with her something very mm-hmm. similar. And that's just not where mm-hmm. I am in the moment. And how funny is it that here you pop up and I'm like, oh my God, you two have to know each other. I'm going to email yeah. you guys. You, you guys will be great yeah. together. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And and so this is like, you know, uh, now I did a smaller version of this last year, like a six week version, but this is really something what I'm currently working on is really a concept for a longer term program that sort of feeds itself uh, after a while, because I want these women to not just hop on six weeks together and then go off. I want them to really step ahead, you know, with each other and and, and also have that that feeling of confidentiality and of, of mutual support, you know, uh, in that group. Yeah. And I'm also, also at the same time, I'm playing with ideas to strengthen my focus on energy because it's really something that we don't talk enough uh, in, in business, talk about enough in business and, and come up new offerings uh, there as well, because, you know, mindset and all of that is super, super important. But in the end, it's all also about the energy that we put into our thoughts and our emotions, into our actions. And uh, so it's really about the, the quality of the energy that we feed our actions with the energy we fuel our work with and all of that and and that the energy that comes through our presence and how can we enhance that and that's something that I have also been like yeah pondering on for a while it's just also been busy you know so I'm, I can't always do everything at the same time but ideas never are too few <laughs> I know right never never that's awesome I actually just started uh like a qigong practice because of that no. right because of the physical side yes. of that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that in dance. So I'm, uh, I'm very passionate about dancing and uh, I've always tried to pick up those different dances in different, uh, you know, places that I've lived, both partner and on your own dances. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And right now, you know, all those wonderful classes are not happening in person, but, but I still do some online Dombolo, which is Congolese classes with my Congolese dance teacher. So I, I've learned a lot through dance for business, for leadership and for business, uh, you know, and th- and also business presence. So I think that's, you know, that's that energetic aspect, but also so many other lessons. I, I wrote a blog about it sometimes. So I can see that Qigong is probably wonderful for that. Yeah. Well, I had to, I had to like train yeah. the energy because I'm like, yeah. I like I have like too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like we're both probably right? very active like, people. <laughs> okay. Rain it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, what are some final yeah. words that you would like to leave our listeners with? How can they find you and what would you like to leave them with? Yeah. So yeah, let me share how they can find me. So my two websites are transformyourperformance.com, like my company name. I'll say that again, transformyourperformance.com. And that is uh, my main website with a lot of detail also about training, speaking topics and so on, not just coaching, although as well, of course. And then uh, there's a second connection website where I offer the, the, the possibility to to sign up for my mailing list uh, and get resources in your inbox, but also a free career accelerator mini course. It's followregina.com. And then I'm, of course, on LinkedIn. I'm also doing LinkedIn Lives almost every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And the title is What's Your Spark? I also have a weekly show on winwinwomen.com with that same title, What's Your Spark? And that is happening every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And it's it's a, it's about a lot of related 
topics. You know, last session I did was on how to write an effective vision. Uh, now I'm moving on to talking more about mindset. And every month I have a, sort of an overarching topic. And so these are free shows. You just, no need to register. Just go online, you know, when the time comes. And then you just click on the buttons and you get there. And then, of course, I have my book on Amazon. Do you leave yours up? Do you, do you leave your lives up on, on LinkedIn? Yes, uh, they, I leave them up. They, you can find them on my activities, but I, you can also find them on my YouTube channel. So I'm putting all the recordings on YouTube into one playlist. So it's really easy to find them there. Yes. That's, that's, that's easier than on LinkedIn, almost. And then, of course, I have my book on Amazon, and it's called Speak Up, Stand Out, and Shine. Um, it's, it's Kindle or print. And, uh, yeah, and that's about it. So, yeah, my YouTube channel, I have lots of videos, inspirational videos, practical advice, you know, several different playlists with different topics. I love it. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then what is the one thing you want to leave our listeners with? What's your, actually, let me ask you a different question. What's been the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? I have gotten <laughs> the best piece of advice I have ever gotten. That's a really interesting question. I think I've gotten it from my intuition and that was always in the past. Just do, just step into a new situation. You know, don't be afraid of change. And later on, you know, I've, I've read about change and about it. I'm not really change adverse because I'm so adventurous, but uh, I but I wasn't really so aware of it. And so I think the best piece of what advice is really to look at everything as an opportunity. You don't have to take every opportunity. So, you know, make a make a decision and right. then make the decision right. We don't know before sometimes whether it's a good decision, right? But then make it right. It's a long answer to a short question, love I it, guess. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys you heard it here thank you so much regina for spending this time with us we appreciate you and we look forward to seeing what's next with you well thank you so much kirsten this has been a wonderful conversation at least i have enjoyed it so thank you so much for having me and thanks to everybody watching and listening i appreciate you all so that is it for this week thank you for joining me and i hope that you enjoyed today's show if so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore Tribe underscore 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there and you can join it for free. I answer your questions in there. But if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at Believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.